Welcome to the detailing courtroom. I'm the defendant, Nick McGurk. And I'm apparently the other guy, Ivan. <laughs> Prosecuting the case for the government of efficiency and minimalism in the case of does one need a steamer to properly detail an interior? So let me ask you a few questions, Nick. Why do you think you need a steamer to clean the interior? Have you ever tried cleaning the cup holder of a mommy van crusted with crayon, gum, gummy bears, coffee, and God knows what else? Uh, There's always the McDonald's fry down there too. But anyways, yes, I have. And I've done it with a steamer and I've done it without a steamer. Now, a steamer makes it easier, but it's not the only way. I've always been the $1,000 steamer guy, which is a ridiculous amount to spend for detailing equipment, especially if this podcast is about the DIYer, the do-it-yourself, which of course it is. Yeah. And all kidding aside, for one second, I'm Nick, you're Ivan. Yeah. This is the DIY Detail Podcast. Exactly. So- Back to the matter at hand. Back to the matter at hand. So, Oh, and this is my Blue Yeti microphone, by the way, trying to improve the audio in case you're wondering what the heck that was. So let us know in the comments below, is his audio better than mine? Or is my audio better than his? Or is it better than last week's podcast? And if you haven't seen last week's podcast, well, by all means, there's a little playlist attached here. And I'll give a little uh, shout out to Nick here. He knows how to do these things. He can put like up here the playlist and connect yep. them to the podcast. So there we go. Absolutely. Ivan, you didn't sound very prosecutorial, and I'd like to get back to the matter of hand, which <laughs> okay. is so the uh, the reason the, the the defendant's case for why you need a steamer. Now, I think a steamer can double as an air compressor. So, as you're trying to get all the nooks and crannies of your carpeting under the seat, if you don't have an air compressor, which I feel like is a much more difficult thing, what air compressor do I buy? What nozzle? You know, do I buy the Tornador or do I buy another product like? Uh, the Vortex gun, right? This is all down the rabbit hole of detailing. And you can get a leaf blower to blow chunks of things out of your vehicle. But I just feel like a steamer can get into vents. Um, it can get into cup holders. It can it can work on leather. Um, it's a lot of money. The price of entry is pretty steep. You can get cheaper ones out there. I always say buy nicer, buy twice. Yeah. But as a professional, I can do it. But man, I would have a tough time. Even as a DIYer, if I had the disposable income, doing my detailing without a steamer? Well, I've done both. So ran shops for number, numerous years. When the steamer train came around in the late 90s, I was all on it. Uh, and yes, steamers are a great tool. But are they necessary? And I'd like mm-hmm. to argue that they're not. And here's the reason why. Some people that use a steamer overuse it dramatically. They use it everywhere in the car, getting everything wet with steam which is fine. But we've got great tools and chemicals that make the steamer almost obsolete. And we have great people watching this podcast. And most of the people watching this podcast are watching it because they enjoy maintaining their vehicle. They enjoy keeping it clean. Meaning you won't get that gunked up gummy bear soup in the bottom of the cup holder because they clean their cars on a regular basis. So the DIY detail people that are watching this are probably people that have really clean interiors to begin with. So something like our interior clean and protect, or even the rinse wash, will do a great job of cleaning the interior. Now, those little cracks and crevices, I'm with you on the steamer. But a lot of people in the garage have an air compressor 
to blow up the tires. And there's a really quick and simple way to clean those cracks and crevices and the vents. That's another area where steamers are, people love steaming vents. Well, you can take a microfiber towel, put it in your bucket of rinseless wash, wring it out so it's almost dry, and then with your compressor nozzle, blow through the towel into the vent. Pull the towel away, blow again, and voila, you have a clean vent. And you didn't need a steamer. And where's Absolutely. Nick gone to? Oh, there he is. Um, <laughs> I don't have a credit card with me. Okay. Imagine a credit card. Yeah. In a microfiber towel. Yep. All of a sudden, you've got a little nook and cranny assassin. Does this visually make any sense? This yes, is a microfiber it does. towel. Yep. This is the credit card. You wrap the towel around the credit card. All of a sudden, you have a very thin, hard surface down there, and you can get into all the nooks and crannies. You can use a dental tool as well, which is far less safe on really nice piano trim. But a dental tool, which you can get for like eight bucks for a whole kit on Amazon. And yeah. I don't know what you do with it if you're not a dentist, but you clean interiors with it. And that was an effective thing I had for like kick plates and stuff. Yeah. But this is going far past what most people are looking to do. Right. But I just like to offer that entree because appetizer, what am I talking about? Because <laughs> there are the DIYers who get obsessed with it like we all do. Yeah. And then they start on their own cards and they're like, I'm going to do like a weekend thing and I think that's where a lot of people should stop is doing it on the weekends. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, uh, you know, uh, prosecutor, uh, LaCroix <laughs> yeah. about, about people going from, I really enjoy this so much. I'd like to make a little money on the side. Is that, is that a dangerous trap or do you encourage that? No, it's not a dangerous trap. And I encourage it to a point. Some people take it way, way, way too far where they no longer have a life. And you need to maintain your life balance. That life balance is extremely important. Maintain it. And yeah, if you do a neighbor's car, uh, you know, your son-in-law, whatever. Uh, you can tell my age. Your, uh, your father-in-law's car, whatever. Uh, that's great. But if you're spending your whole weekend cleaning other people's cars, when you have significant others, loved ones, and friends doing other stuff on the weekend, well, you might want to join them. Now, to go with your credit card thing, though, you have children. And having children, you probably have popsicles somewhere near the home. Yeah, we have a few. Yeah, well, a popsicle stick does the same thing as that credit card. Ooh, for air vents, too, I'll bet. Yeah. It goes in further, it's a little bit more substantial. Yeah, right. and, and, and it's thinner, right? Yeah, and if you happen to forget a popsicle stick inside a car that you're cleaning for someone else, not a big deal. If you happen to forget your credit card in someone else's car, that could become a bigger deal. So, you know, I just had a great idea. So, let's say on that cup holder, if you didn't have a steamer, yeah, you could um, you could pre-treat it with all-purpose cleaner, which I recommend our all-clean all-purpose cleaner at about one to one on interiors. You can use it full strength, but you can also play with diluting it down. Almost every chemical in our lineup is meant to be ready to use, except for our rinseless wash. Right. We've had a few people ask me, "Hey, I just got." all clean from um, International Detail Supply. Yep. Nick Rudder from McKee's, great, great guy. And uh, he's carrying our lineup. And a lot of folks are choosing to buy from him, which we are so grateful yep. that you guys are supporting us. And, uh, um, and they're asking, they've emailed well, us in and said, the Canadian in the room here, Carzilla also has it in stock. Now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. There's a lot of people asking about, about how to get it in Canada. Yeah. So anyways. Okay. Sorry. But, but you can get creative. You can either pre-treat the cup holder with the all-purpose cleaner, our all-clean. Honestly, our rinseless wash is insane. Like, I've been doing it at about three to four ounces. 
in in a foam a foamer yeah and it just cleans up my oven or my stovetop my counters like i'm just using this as my go-to i think it's phenomenal yeah and i think for the senses for the for the for the old nostrils Mm -hmm. the olfactory sensation um i enjoy the apple scent more than the all-purpose cleaner scent just because the all-purpose cleaner it's a real cleaner yeah that thing will work and it's meant to work on tires and i mean it's it's an automotive all-purpose cleaner right um but it's safe on interiors again i recommend about one to one but you could pre-treat the cup holder or you could just spray it on your microfiber towel and then and then put the popsicle stick and you can get into more nooks and crannies. You're adding the microfiber towel, which is a safe way to do it. Yeah. But then you can kind of grind hard onto the edges of that cup holder. And that's what I encourage. There's a couple of podcasts ago where I encourage versatility. Yeah. Be creative. That's what's so fun about detailing is you could take a pencil or a popsicle stick or a dental tool. And when you don't have all the fancy tools like a steamer, which I feel like I'm hurting my own case here. Yeah. You can make magic happen, and it's cool because you're like, I figured that out. You know. Yeah. Now, steamer has other uses around the house too. A lot of them have a mop head attachment that you can do the floors in the house. Great for sanita- sanitizing things as well. So the steamer has its place, but in a car, like I said, a lot of people tend to oversteam, and when you're oversteaming, you're putting way too much moisture inside the vehicle. And the more moisture you put in the vehicle, the more moisture you have to take out of the vehicle. Now, mostly, most steamers have a, a reservoir that holds a couple quarts of water. I've seen some people go through two reservoirs in one car. That's way, oh, that's way, nothing. way too much. Yeah. Well, what I would do as a mobile detailer is I would bring my steamer with me. And often as a mobile detailer, you don't have access to the client's water. Mm-hmm. And so I would turn the steamer nozzle which would allow the most moisture yeah it was almost like a hose right and i would use that on the rubber floor mats because in utah we get really nasty rubber floor mats and instead of a pressure washer i could really deep clean a lot of those without much chemical or detergent yeah. um with the with that but it it would be two or three reservoirs for a car if i use it that way yeah and the time to let it cool down fill the reservoir let it heat back up etc cetera, etc cetera, so um one thing about the steamer i wanted to add is it really can be dangerous as well as effective. So I never did this, but then I brought on um, kind of a co-business owner and a technician. This is a couple of years ago. Yeah. And we had one car spot in our shop. You remember the shop that you yeah. totally revamped? You remember that? And we had to put cars outside in the winter time after they were done. And they steamed the living crap out of this car into the vents and everything, into some kind of housing. I don't know how it all worked. But I do know they put the cars outside because I wasn't there. I had a full-time job on the side. And then we got complaints that everyone's electronics were messed up. And our theory was at the end is that my guys got it too wet. They put it out in the freezing winter and everything got jacked up. Yeah. So what do you think happened there, Ivan? That's possible. And also electricity and water really don't mix very well. So if they <laughs> uh, were you know, doing steaming, that's fine. But then they immediately start the car up and back it outside. That's where you have residual moisture combined with electricity that don't really like each other. The other option, as you mentioned, was the you know extreme temperature difference. So you could have actually that moisture forming into ice crystals and blowing stuff apart. That's another option. If people don't know LaCroix Cruiser on YouTube, I love watching you on TikTok. Um, you're always tinkering around with the bus. Yeah. What's, what's the most, what's the craziest thing you've done just tinkering around the bus that that uh, you're kind of proud of 
not tinkering, maybe totally rebuilding. Like what, well, we, what is a little bit more? We rebuilt the whole bus. So, uh, but some of the innovations, we'll put it that way. One of them is I have automotive power door locks to lock my cabinets going down the road. So a lot of RVs have problems when you go around a corner, a drawer will open. Well, instead of a drawer opening, I just hit a button. They all lock at once. And I used automotive power door locks for that. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other, uh, you know, arguments before the court, uh, before we lose you there, Ivan? No, no. As, uh, as we've lost Ivan LaCroix's image, I do want to say that, you know, him flickering out is a sign that his case is weak yeah. and full of holes <laughs> and, and mine is sound. No, is there a better bang for your buck investment in a tool for overall car cleaning? And I, I let's talk about the interior. I mean, yeah. we could talk about a pressure washer and on the outside and and how much fun Incredible Suds is, because yeah. this is our, our brand DIY detail, but we want to offer some value, you know, broadly speaking. Yeah. Um, is there another tool that you think makes more sense, it's a little bit less money, that can really help you do well on an interior? I have one. Well, I would say an air compressor, for one. Uh, but again, it has to be a relatively large air compressor to be useful if you're going to be using a Tornador or something like that. The other thing, you need a vacuum cleaner. And the vacuum cleaner... I'm going to say... A high quality vacuum, yeah. like and, with a lot of suction, and it, like it will pay for itself, even if it's only a hundred bucks. Yeah, like definitely. The other thing with a vacuum cleaner, though, is some of them you can take that nozzle and turn it around. So instead of sucking air, now you're blowing air and using it as a blower. So uh, there's a brand called Metro. Uh, they make a really good, very powerful vac and blow unit, and it blows hot air. So it's drying at the same time. Yeah, they have the Master Blaster for yeah, sure. Yeah, right? exactly. That's definitely a, a blower, yeah. um, which you can use to dry cars. And I like the Master Blaster a yeah. lot. I was thinking of a good high-quality vacuum for sure, no yeah. doubt. Um, you know what I think is also really awesome for interiors, which here we go down 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 that pathway, talking about interiors. But um, getting yourself a cheap drill and a drill brush yeah. – for carpet, so you could spray all clean onto your nasty floor mats. Um, you could spray all clean onto your carpeting, and it'll really do a nice job of really breaking down some of that soil that was attached to the carpet fiber. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's there's these principles in in carpet cleaning which I'll nerd out on a little bit. It's called CHAT, C H A T, yeah. chemical heat agitation and time. Right. When you have more of one um, or less of one, you need more of the other. Right. So let's say you don't have access to a steamer, which is heat. Um, there's your H gone, so you may need more chemical, um, and the H is gone, so no H. You may need more agitation, and you may need more dwell right. time, so that's the A and the T. And where the agitation can really help is getting the soils removed from the fibers. And so agitation is absolutely huge in every type of cleaning, and that's where you can get really creative with rinseless washes if you don't have all clean, which is a more powerful cleaner, but you understand the importance of agitation you can overly dilute um, rinseless if you need a little bit more punch. Or if you just have it diluted at one ounce to two gallons, you just agitate a little more with your microfiber yeah. towel. You can get creative with it, but understanding those pillars that if you have less of one, you need more of the other. And the drill brush, you know, you can buy a cheap drill dr brush set and then a drill, a power, um, a cordless drill, and it's really good on carpets. Yeah. And those of you that like late night TV, you may have one of these sitting at home. And that's one of those massagers that, you know, it, it thumps and does all sorts of weird things. Wait, because they bought it off of the commercials? Yeah, or as seen on TV. Now, uh, they might have bought it at a 
big store as well. But nonetheless, we all seem to have some of those, some type of thing like that at home. You know, a lot of people do. And we all regret buying Exactly. Well, we're going to give it a very useful life uh, extension Uh now. Where are we going? Yeah. If you're in an area that has sand and your carpets are just covered in sand, if you put that little vibrator on the floor where it's hitting the floor like that, (laughs) what? Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Well, where it's thumping the floor. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do a bit of editing here, Nick. But anyways. No, no editing. The people get it it, uh, wrong. Well, anyways. Okay. That vibration is going to force the sand to float to the top of your carpet. Where then you can then take your vacuum cleaner and get it all out of the carpet. I didn't hear anything you no. just said. No, I you thump <laughs> you thump the sand. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, right. So basically, that is a great the, the vibration floats the sand to the surface of the carpet where it's easy to vacuum out and. That's a principle that works a lot. Now, another thing that a lot of people try to use a steamer for, but never quite works, is pet hair. And pet hair, Mm. we all love our animals. And if you take your animals for a ride in the vehicle, they're going to be leaving pet hair behind. And there are some people that it's their own hair, never mind the pet hair. Uh, So that being said... Judge judge objection... Not all pet hair is created no, equal. No, no, no. There's some that is very, very worse uh, that sticks. So, Nick, how would you use a steamer? Or what else would you use to get rid of that pet hair? Oh, some pet hair, no matter how good you think you are detailing, is a yeah. nightmare. I say you always want to have a few things on hand. You want to have a pumice stone. And on Amazon, they've got these pumice stones. And you can find them. I can link one. And they're below. actually not pumice, pumice stone. Uh, that's a misconception. They're recycled plastic. Yeah. Are they? But they yeah. look like pumice. And they're grinding away the carpet fibers. I know that they cannot be perfect for that uh, carpet fiber, but at the end of the day, if you're trying to remove dog hair, you kind of need one. They also have these rubber handled uh, brushes that are just made all these little rubber um, yeah. fingers that you can brush this way and that. That can be effective. I don't think it's all that great. Um, but sometimes that will help you. There's this, uh, fur eel, uh, you know, attachment to your vacuum that can agitate. It goes on the end. It can agitate. Um, there's this little triangle attachment that I've seen. I don't know where it's out of, if it's from another country, um, just a little, a little plastic triangle with little grooves on the edge of each one. And you can kind of, um, I would honestly recommend for the, for the death details, like the really hard dog hair, the impossible dog hair. And this may be more geared toward the detailer than the DIYer, but you may just have a ton of dog hair. Number one, an air compressor with the tornador attachment, but also what I found is really effective if you get a, a nozzle that's just steel tipped. I mean, you're going to want to grind into that carpet and you're, it's a steel tip and it's not something you want to rub against plastic, but you're blowing air and you're just, you're almost like cutting out some of the stuff. And then last but not least, a razor, like a little electronic razor. Sometimes you have to cut the carpet fibers to get the dog hair out. That's an old detailer trick. No one talks about it, but sometimes you got to take it to the ER and you got to save the life and you got to get the scalpel and you just got to cut. That's how bad dog hair can be. I've spent two hours in the back of a Toyota SUV. I don't know if it was a a Highlander or a Forerunner Mm -hmm. or whatever, getting dog hair out. Well. 
it was like I made 75 bucks on that job. It was ridiculous. But every time you think you've got dog hair figured out, I'm telling you, you get humbled. And some people like to use an encapsulation carpet cleaning product, which again, more details than most people out there are ever going to want. Um, I've never noticed it. Ivan, have you noticed any pre-spray of any kind of detergent that helps encapsulate the fibers of the dog hair and helps them get out easier? Yeah. I mean, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but I feel like dog hair is going to be work. No well, it is going to be work, but there are a few old guy tricks that help. Uh, okay. One of them most people have at home, and that's fabric softener. Now, if you mix hmm. fabric softener 10 to 1 and um, – excuse me. If you mix fabric softener 10 to 1 and with that, pre-spray the carpet. Let it sit for eh, a couple uh, couple hours. You want it to dry. Then right. with that, it will vacuum away easier. What you're doing is actually breaking the static bond between the carpet and the uh, the pet hair. So that's one way of doing it. Hmm. Another way is rubber gardening gloves. Now, they're sort of mm -hmm. sticky. Yes. You can put that in your hand and pull a lot of the hair out of the carpet. Again, if you pre-treat it the night before with the fabric softener, it's even easier. So those are two strategies that people, or even a dish glove. So the old-fashioned, you know, the big yellow dish glove, uh, that works as mm -hmm. well. And there's a pair of orange nitrile gloves, or you buy them by yeah. the box. And, you know, one day we may, we may sell any of this stuff. I don't know what, what we have available right now. But a lot of this stuff, I'm just saying, go to Amazon and find this. But um, orange nitrile gloves, and they've got the little dots right. on them, like the little, um, what would you call it, the yeah. texture? They're sort of outside texture It looks like gloves. your hand, and all the you know, after you've taken sat in a bathtub for like three hours too long. It has that sort of look to it. Yeah, yeah, but it's like little yeah. point. Anyway, you can rub those into carpet with dog hair, and it's yeah. amazing. They're the best gloves I've found for it. You want the little texture. You want the pattern on there, the, yeah. the texture, yeah. But you're going to get to a point where you're rubbing so hard that you're generating heat that you're going to burn through right. gloves. And I've done that with a lot of black nitrile gloves. That's why these orange yeah. ones are great. Um I wonder what the I wonder what the jury thinks so well, far. Well, they'll leave it in the comments below and let us know. But do we need a steamer? Well, let's give our little final arguments here, Nick. So, what's your final argument? A steamer will a steamer will pay for itself in that you can use it around your house. You can deliver for your wife, your partner, your husband, whatever, and and deliver Herculean miracles around your home. But you can also do deep cleaning on floor mats in steamer vents, in cup holders. You can use a steamer to facilitate a rinseless wash on your car in the middle of winter when the rinseless does a phenomenal job, but you're just wanting to get some of the crud out of the wheel wells. You blast the steamer and you agitate, you do the wheels, you get under certain nooks and crannies. The steamer, ladies and gentlemen, can also work as an air compressor on your first pass on the interior to get the gunk between your seatbelt and the center console, et cetera, et cetera, and so on and so forth. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. So, from my perspective, do you need a steamer? No, you don't need a steamer. Do you want a steamer? Ah, that is the question. Now, yes, you may want a steamer because a steamer will do everything Nick said, but it consumes electricity. 
consumes water and it may leave a little too much moisture on the inside. And the other thing is it can be addictive. So be careful with that steamer. You might be steaming everything that you own. That's not a good thing. No matter what you decide, the jury of yeah. the people decide to subscribe and comment with your and verdict. Maybe even a thumbs up, but nonetheless. So thanks for joining us. And like Nick said, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or ideas, leave them below. We're always happy to answer. And Nick, how do they get a hold of you? Nick at DIYDetail.com. Again, N-I-C-K yeah. at DIYDetail.com. Excellent. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on another episode of the DIY Detail But before podcast. we go, one last little thing. Oh, What video suggestions do you have for us? What would you like to see us doing? We're getting a lot of questions from people about the interior ceramic yes. product and people are loving it. We're getting a lot of feedback. I had one guy tell me that our rinseless wash was, uh, he's like, what's in there? Like unicorn <laughs> juice? He's like, I, I had a friend in California who I told him about this stuff and he bought it too because he used the combination of rinseless and ceramic gloss. So I feel like once people get this into their hands, we're not just another detail brand. We said, if we're going to put our names on this, if we're going to put the work behind the scenes to get these products out there to the market you've got 40 years in the game you know i've been detailing for a long time and i've got my hawk pro detailing channel like we're putting our reputations and our lives yes. behind this like the product are legit they're good like we're not just hey buy this because nick and i have it no it's like they're good and we just want people to yep. try them because once they do everyone's loving them and i know it sounds like a sales pitch or whatever but i don't know what you're hearing from people Ivan. same thing they're liking it they're loving it and they're enthusiastic about it and that's the whole goal of this. We want to have fun and we want everyone else to have fun using the DIY detail line. Incredible side. Yes. Fun. All right. Uh, with that, Ivan, great to chat with you, sir. And uh, uh, let's continue the conversation, guys. Let us know what you want to hear about. See you in the next one.